Miamians and listeners from around the world, welcome to Miami Global Net. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Today, I'm bringing you one of my favorite topics, which is food. Today's guest is Jerry Sia, owner of Cafe Prima Basta. At the age of 26, Jerry opened his doors in 1993 using his life savings of 15000 He was able to employ his whole family who were immigrants from Argentina. In true family restaurant fashion, his father Arturo cooked in the kitchen, his mother Clara baked fresh bread and desserts, and his brother helped run the front and the back of the house. Throughout the years, countless celebrities have dined at the restaurant. Celebs like Madonna, Beyonce, John Travolta, Christina Aguilera, and Matt Damon, just to name a few. In 2019 alone, they sold 11,031 orders of their famous Fiocchi Rapera dish. Today, in 2020, they are celebrating 27 years of providing exceptional service and a home-style Italian cuisine experience. So join us and celebrate with us. Welcome to Miami Global Net Podcast, where we discuss Miami's international relations. We will showcase Miami's international diplomatic and business landscape and get to know the innovative startups calling Miami home. Meet the people behind the organizations that contribute to Miami's commercial and cultural international growth. Jerry, welcome on the show. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Alejandro. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Very good. Very good. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get to know you. Tell us about yourself. Well, my name is uh, Gerardo Sia. That's my real name. But people call me Jerry because Gerardo was kind of a difficult for people to understand my name in New York when I started in 1985. I started working as a busboy and then I become a waiter in 1993. Together with my mother, my father, and my brother, we opened Prima Pasta with 28 seats. This Italian restaurant is located in uh, North Beach. And uh, when we opened the restaurant, was pretty much uh, nothing in the neighborhood. So we start from zero. And that's pretty much my life. I got into the restaurant by mistake. So here I am after 30 years. By mistake, meaning because your family started and you got stuck with it? Well, no, because I came to the United States. I was in love with cars and with New York and Miami, you know, looking at the movies and pictures. And, and I told my parents that I really want to go to the United States. So we came over for pretty much a vacation and I didn't want to leave. So my uncle find a place for me to work in New York and I start working in the restaurant business in 1985. And then I got stuck there. <laughs> what was your first restaurant that you worked at? The first restaurant is like a mafia movie because I, they put me to work in this restaurant as a busboy. And this restaurant, the name was Donino's Restaurant. And I find out after it belongs to the Gambino family. And there was, a, you know, like the godfather, the mafia in New York City. They have like a lot of restaurants and this was one of them. And so it was like an amazing experience because I really learned the restaurant business. I learned from the other people's mistakes, try to do the best, you know. And every time they teach me something, the Italian will say, hey, if you don't do this like this, you are out. Ouch. And I, I needed to work because I told my parents to come to the United States with me and then we lost the, the visa we become illegal for for two years until we become legal and and uh, was very hard at the beginning 
but I really learned the business. And my father too, he was a, a chef in a, a different restaurant. My mom worked for the Christopher Walken's uh, bakery, you know, the, the actor from Hollywood. His mom he has uh, this uh, bakery. So we all work in different uh, restaurants and learn. Awesome. What a, what a story. <laughs> yes, it's a great story. So originally, where are you from? I was born in Argentina, in Buenos Aires, in South America. And, and my parents too, but my grandparents, they were born in uh, Calabria, in the south of uh, Italy. Nice. Very similar. I was born in Peru, but my grandparents are from Italy, from Emilia Romana, from more, more the north area. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So you are celebrating 27 years. So congratulations, right? 27 years. That's a long time. Congrats. It's a long time. Thank you so much, Alejandro. You know, it's, uh, it seems like yesterday. And it's funny because you know how I started this restaurant, Prima Pasta? Thanks to uh, the owner of this restaurant that I, I was working, the, he kicked me out because he was very jealous about me because everybody asked about me. And then one day he, he saw me working for a year that I was, I was like uh, Speedy Gonzalez, you know, saying to everybody, welcome, welcome, hello. And, and then one day he says, I'm sorry, uh, you, you have to go. And I was very sad that day. And I called uh, my cousins and I drove my car and, and parked close to a movie theater. When I'm walking through to going to the movie theater, I saw the, the location for rent. That was Prima Pasta. Then my life changed. Wow. So at the time, it may not seem like a good thing, but you never know what these things bring out of us. I was very sad that day. And then uh, my life changed the same day. And, uh, and then I called, the, the, you know, when I opened the restaurant, I called this guy. And I say, man, you know what? I really want to thank you because you give me a job. You really give me the job. And thanks of you that you, you know, took me, kicked me out of the restaurant. That was the most beautiful thing that happened to me. And the guy just, he, he didn't understand anything, you know? <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Yeah. So from that day, 27th, can you give us a little bit of that history? You mentioned is your, your mom, your father, and your brother. Yes. So when I'm rent, I rent the place, the kitchen was ready, and all I have in my mind was pictures, black and white, and I wanted to have a nice table close. I, I wanted to have music and a very beautiful light coming to the table. I didn't have any money, no money at all. My saving was around $8,000. So I started buying all used tables and silverware, everything used, and my mother in the kitchen with my father, and then my brother joined me to, to work together. And we didn't know anything about, you know, owning a business. So we got everything ready and we opened the door that first day, October 27, 1983. And the restaurant got, you know, super full. And I remember it was crazy, you know, when my father started, you know, bringing the, the food out and people were tasting the food you know, and everybody was saying, wow, this is great. You know, I was playing the music from the Bee Gees, nice uh, dim light. And so from that day, we never stopped. And there was a lot of, you know, the, one week after we opened, uh, Madonna show up. My favorite group of music, the Bee Gees, they show up. And, you know, it was like no stop. You know, everybody wanted to go to Prima Pasta. It was around 28 seats and was around maybe 100 people waiting outside to, to get in. It was like really out of control. And from now on, from that day, you know, never, we started investing the money in the restaurant, making it more comfortable. Uh, and then we were lucky in, in 1999 to buy the property. And so that was a, a long journey. 
so, so the quality of the food was what brought people. It's like from, from starting to having all these people show up all of a sudden, it must have been pretty, pretty exciting restaurant yeah. tour. Very excited, very excited. And, and let me tell you, there was very, a lot of stress because my father, we were working eight, um, I swear to God, 18 hours a day. You know, it was like I, we needed to, to buy the food, preparation, and then serving was like crazy. But, you know, the, the attention was this few different things. You know, the food, amazing. The service, let's say this, you were eating at the restaurant and then Maybe if I turn around and you pay the check and you and you, you are leaving and you are one block away, I will run after you to say goodbye. So the, the service, the atmosphere, the, the food. And then the, there was a lot of people that drove by coming from Bell Harbor or these two main streets and they saw a lot of people outside and that was the most uh, best advertising word of mouth. Yeah, people drive by and they're like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. If it's outside a restaurant and it's a super good line, I mean, I'm like, this must be good. Yes, and then I have this uh, a friend of mine that I will call him. I said, please, here's three bottles of wine. You just give wine to everybody for free you know, outside, people waiting. So <laughs> that was crazy. That's, that's a great marketing tool. Hey, I went to this restaurant and I was waiting in line and then some dude came up and gave me wine. That's yeah, what you do. And, and some people, they got drunk because they want to drink more and you know, they're waiting for the food. So it's crazy. Okay, so that builds, that builds only good experiences. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the quality of the food and the customer service, you would say, are really pillars of Pirma Pasta. Yes, yes. And when, you know, this for me, it was very important, the atmosphere. You know, for me, when it gets dark outside, I really need to have the place, you know, with the lights. I have different lights, you know, like the walls, lights are always red. And then there is a light coming to the table. It needs to be dim so the candle will work together with the light. And that, that atmosphere with the music and the chandeliers, and that really what made me feel comfortable for me to work. If it makes you comfortable to work, but what you're telling me as a person that would go to restaurants and stuff like that, it sounds to me like a very intimate, very romantic place. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm the first, once you started describing, I'm like, I need to take someone on a date there now. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, another thing is people, there's a lot of people who come by themselves, you know, and remind me to my story because, you know, I would love to go to, uh, to a restaurant by myself. Sometimes, I, you know, I like to be by myself. Before, before, and uh, and I will go to a restaurant and start enjoying the food. And there is a lot of people who come and they say table for one. And when that happened, I always tell the, the people who run the door, don't you ever give someone a small table. Just make sure you give them the best table in the house. I don't care if we, they take table for four or for six. Just want to make sure that person by themselves is the best. And always look sitting looking at the door so he can see the show. Or they can see the show. You know. Some cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I have gone to eat by myself sometimes, you know, and it's super fine. Now, some people find it, you know, this is weird, but to me, no. To me, oh. I enjoy sometimes just going and enjoying the ambience and the location. Nah. And My wife, she says, I can never go by myself. Never. Sometimes, you know, she goes, she plays a, a paddle and she goes to a sport and uh -huh. I just go by myself and I see it and I, you know, like a king. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned some celebrities. You mentioned some names. Oh, yes. I don't know if you can share a couple of other names of people that have gone and visited your location. You know, the, the, in, in all these years, you know, all the, like the, the, the sport people, like, like the Miami Dolphins, like Miami Heat, all of them, they show up at the restaurant. 
in uh, when we opened Prima Pasta, one day Cindy Crawford came over with this old man with white hair, with suit, you know, like a very dark face and with a suit and all uh, young people, including uh, Cindy Crawford, like very good looking uh, guys and girls. And the guy told me before he was leaving, he said, listen, I'm going to send you all my people. And from that day, Sylvester Stallone, uh, John Travolta, so many people from the movies, musicians, he was a, a producer where I, I don't know what his name, I, I never look for, I remember his face, his name, but he sent me a picture of Cindy Crawford sign. And then musicians, a lot of musicians from the, the different bands, and you know, uh, Iggy Pop, uh, David Lidroth from uh, Van Halen, Lenny Kravitz, we become friends, Prima Pasta, Michael Bolton, you know, pretty much because all the music producers, they will come to Prima Pasta to, you know, to sign contracts with different musicians. All the labels like Sony, Warner, was crazy. So many people. And, you know, I, it took me like to write all the names. It took me to like a week and I have to call all the employees that work at Prima Pasta. They work now and they work before to help me out to write all the names. And we come out with like 400 different names. And, the, and I didn't know about some stars they show up, you know. So is there like a special plate you, you feed them or you serve them that makes them fall in love with this place? It's like, the, you, you know, know, it's like, oh, this guy's important. Let's give him the special one. <laughs> you know, the one thing that, that these people like, oh, the, the Jackson family, all the Jackson family, all of them, they come over. Cool. And I always uh, wanted to do something for the celebrities. And this was, I wanted to sit them in the middle of, next to anybody, but I will make sure that nobody bothered them. And for more than 10 years, all the magazines and from Argentina, all the guys who will take pictures, they used to hate me because they wanted to even give me money so they can come in and, and take pictures. And I didn't let them do it. I said, listen, do me a favor. Wait for them outside. When they leave in, just take the pictures. So uh, I will see them and I will treat them the same way of the other customers. But trying to save them, you know, you know, people coming over to bother them and asking for pictures. And then, you know, try to do the, the, whatever they order and give them good service. Fair. And I'm sure they appreciate that 100%. Yeah. The only people that want privacy that, uh, that are in the story, in the story of uh, Prima Pasta, was the Miami Heat. Because they, after they play, all of them, they will come and, and come. You know, we have a, a back door and we have like a little private room. And we close the room and just they will eat. And, and it's funny because Michael Jordan... He started coming to Prima Pasta and then sending all these uh, players. And because Michael Jordan, he loves the chicken parmesan. And it was funny because all the, all of these guys, they come and say, I want chicken parmesan like Michael Jordan. You know, like uh, even some players. That's hit. I want the chicken parmesan with Michael Jordan. What else? What else are Michael Jordan eat? <laughs> they say. <laughs> Whatever he <laughs> So now you heard it, guys. The chicken parmesan is something to try. <laughs> yeah, you know that we, we have this uh, pasta. It's a uh, fiocchi pasta. It's a, it's a pasta stuffed with uh, pear and cheeses. And the sauce is like, like an Alfredo sauce, but we toast uh, some prosciutto and truffle oil. And then we slice pieces of uh, um, from a pear. And all that combination, it's uh, an amazing uh, uh, flavor and it's great we you know we do a, like for example an appetizer you can do a little pasta and then have another dish that works really good that sounds amazing what does the menu look like let's keep doing this talking about the menu you're doing great well, uh, and the, making the, me hungry 
Yeah, the menu has been the same for all these years. You know, like we have the appetizer, we have like antipasto, beef carpaccio, fried calamari, few different salads. We have uh, meatballs with ricotta, eggplant parmesan. We have a small plate of the pasta that I told you, the fiocchi. Mm-hmm. And then we have around 12 different pastas, some of them with seafood, another one's stuffed pasta, and then the traditional, you know, uh, spaghetti with... Uh, with clams or seafood. And then we have two fish, veal parmesan, chicken parm, veal piccata. But I always say the menu is like a little, like a fantasy thing that you see because behind that, there are 27 years of different specials. And then we have people coming over and they say, oh, I was here uh, 10 years ago and you used to, you make me this fish with crab meat on the top. And and then I, sometimes I need to go to, to, I have this book with all the specials and then I see, oh, fish with crab meat and a white wine with basil. And so I go to the kitchen, hey, make me this. So, so many, so many specials. So awesome. So how can I order like a, like a professional? Well, now that I know that your place is a, sounds to me like a great place to take a date. So how can I go there and impress a lady? You know, I always uh, tell people when they come the first time, I say, let's say that you want a special, like the most expensive, let's say it's around uh, $45, the most expensive dish of prima pasta, which okay. is so big that two people can eat from, the, from there. So, and then I, I come up with this idea to, to charge $45 to a person, but I will make them taste a, pretty much a little bit of everything. For example, you come over. And, and I, I give you the tasting menu for $45. And I, and I give you two little pieces of uh, ravioli. You finish that. A little fried calamari, small. A little bruschetta. And then a little piece of uh, a veal piccata. And then a little risotto, risotto porcini mushrooms. And I keep asking you until you explode. You know, some, this it, it works until people stop me. I have people that, you know, say, no, I'm sorry, I can't do anymore. And some others say, Okay, what else? And then I have to come up with, okay, I, two shrimp. I bring you two shrimp with lemon and capers. And uh, until, sometimes we have couples and, uh, or two people and one, yeah, no more. And the other one, yeah, one more, one more dish. So it's maybe around eight different dishes. That's awesome right? though. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. And, and you can try, you know, sometimes, you know, you go to a restaurant and you see the menu and you need to order one dish and that's kind of uh, boring sometimes. Yeah, the max you can do is be like, hey, you order something, I order something, and then we share it. Exactly. We, we both eat the same thing. I've done that many times. Yes, we, yes. We, we both eat something different. In the but the way that, that we do it, like tasting menu, 45 per person, and this is 45 including the dessert. Sounds to me so, like a good deal. Uh, yeah, and, and then I need to give you a little a shot of limoncello, so everything... And then I tell you, hey, go walk around the corner and come back. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, limoncello is a liquor-ish exactly. cold. We made it at Prima Pasta. Limoncello started in, in Calabria many years ago. And we make limoncello in 1994. Nobody knew anything about limoncello back in that time. And uh, so they gave me the recipe and I started doing it because we were buying Sambuca and we were spending so much money giving away Sambuca. So we uh, peel the lemon, we dip it in, in uh, alcohol, 151 alcohol, and leave it there for 40 days until the, the lemon is white and all the color of the, the, the lemon is on the alcohol. 
and then you take uh, water with sugar, and then you do the mixing, and then you got the limoncello. Very easy. Just a- <laughs> easy now that you break it down for us, but please. <laughs> Yes. Without knowing that, I'm like, how do you, people don't know. <laughs> and there is a crazy story. We almost got killed at Prima Pasta the first time we did Lemoncello because, they, you know, and from Argentina, they told me, they give me the recipe and they say alcohol. So I went to buy alcohol, you know, like to the pharmacy. And oh, like actual, like for like wounds. Yes, yes. And that was terrible when we did the mixing, everything exploded pretty much on fire. Was very very bad and the smell. So we have to we waste forty days. We throw everything out and and then in Argentina this restaurant said, "No, you crazy. You need alcohol from you know to, to do to, to do liquor." Huh. That was very bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Though. I was going to ask you if there are any off menu items, but it seems to me like there's flexibility to make even specials that you've done years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yes. That, that's one problem that we have because sometimes it gets very complicated, you know, the kitchen, because you have one table uh, telling you, okay, I want a spaghetti with garlic oil and spinach and shrimp and start making this. And we, we've been saying yes for so many years. And, and then I have all the people that, you know, like a veal rollatini. My father, he started making this veal rollatini like 12 years ago. And still people, now they know, they call, listen, I'll be there tomorrow. Can you make me veal rollatini? Sure, no problem. So we do that special that day, you know, veal pounded with prosciutto, mozzarella, spinach, pine nuts. We roll it, we, you know, bake it with marsala, wine sauce. So a lot of different specials. So tell me about your team. Okay. Uh, the team I learned through the years, I needed to, to have something different from other restaurants. And for example, the kitchen, because my father and my mom were the creators of all those dishes, we have six people or seven people in the kitchen and they all are like little chefs. There is no other names. They are their own chef and their own manager of their own stations. And it's working really good. So the back of the house, they are all little chefs. The dishwasher team, they've been there for a long time and they make a pretty much a almost like some cooks around town. And so that's my team. I like to be really good friends with the dishwashers or with anybody. There is no difference because I lived that before. You know, some restaurant, they say, no, dishwasher, go clean that. And, and it doesn't work like, like that at Prima Pasta. So the team for me is very special in the back of the house. And in the front, I like to teach busboys and waiters pretty much the same. And so we create this beautiful team of uh, uh, bass boys, waiters. The bartenders are like brothers uh, to me. We, we learn together. You know, one of them, they start working uh, 18 years ago as a dishwasher. And then awesome. when they told me, he told me, you know, I, I, I always wanted to work at the bar or work in the front. I said, okay, so let's go. Let me find somebody else in this position. Come with me to the front. And so we have people, they've been with us uh, 25 years, 20 18, 15, and it's a beautiful, beautiful team. This, uh, the, you know, the, the pandemic and everything, what happened in the last uh, month, we lost a few of them because some of them, something happened to families around different black places of the world. And by the way, one of my favorite people that he started with me 27 years ago, and Coco from Peru, 
Ah. He, yeah, Coco from, from Peru. And he, he just, he left because his father was very sick and he went back to, uh, to Peru after so many years. But he's been, he's very happy and I'm happy for, for him. So the team is like this, it's very well connected. It's a daily meetings every, every day there is a little meeting so we can get, we connect each other. And, uh, and I always tell them, if you want to try something, let me know. You can try it. I don't want it to, if you want to eat something, you want to taste this wine, you know, let's do it. So that's the team about. It's always good to, as a student in management, I, it's always good to see signs of good team leaders and good owners and good managers. Like you seem like you take care of your team and you want them to explore and, and grow if they're interested in other areas. So I think that's, I think that's awesome. Yes. You mentioned your, your, your mom and your, and your dad were like, the core behind the, the beginning of the food and the recipes was that it was there a combination of like family recipes was there a combination of experience your dad was a chef you mentioned right so i'm sure yeah. he learned a lot as well that inspiration behind that initial recipes where did they come from okay so when i work in these italian restaurants i have these favorite dishes that i really love and i say one day i have the restaurant and i want this i want i want the chicken parmesan with this flavor I wanted the, the, the linguine white clam sauce. So my father, he was working in so many different restaurants. He cut so many different recipes. But when we were kids in the house, every time that we, that we would make pasta or, or pizza or anything, meat, fish was amazing. So the secret, all that combination, what he learned, what I like, what my mom uh, learned, and what her parents cook for them, that combination of that Italian, Argentinian, we create that, that menu with that combination. Things that he liked, things that I like, and that was and the way that he cooked. Because you know, for example, some uh, he likes to boil the pasta and then take it really al dente and finish the cooking inside the sauce. So when you have that pasta, you have that that, that extra flavor, you know. So that was, uh, and then fresh ingredients. You know, sometimes I always talk with my father and I say, it's better that we run out of food at 10 p.m. instead of having things that we need to throw away or leave it for tomorrow, you know? So that's another thing, you know, that, 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 that the fresh stuff, daily, daily deliveries, every day, the fish, the vegetables. So I, I always say, you know, with my mother and my father, simple things in life are the most magical. You know, sometimes you can do create, you know, crazy dishes, but the simple flavor, that's the, the simple pasta with butter and the right cheese or a pasta with garlic and oil. Every time we have uh, someone who wants to come to work at the restaurant and say, okay, make me a pasta with garlic and oil, the most simple things. And then that's, that's what the, 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 mm. it's, it's like those chefs that say, fry me an egg. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> Also, I, I can definitely see why that is definitely a secret to the success, that care and the development. You know, I can definitely see that. So I know that we're running out of time and I want to thank you for joining us. I have one more question for you. What is yeah. your favorite part about Prima Pasta? The favorite uh, part is when, I, first of all, I like to be in two different places. I like to be in the front and when people come in and they start sitting and I like to accommodation, try to see they're happy. And, and that's my, my, my favorite part. And when I see the dishes coming into the, to the table, all, all, I really enjoy that. And I like, you know, the first timers, people who come for the first time, I draw, I drive them crazy. 
Is it like an alarm or something for the first time? If I find out it's your first time, I start sending you things, you know, Bellini, this and that. And then the other part is to go to my back office, which I have all the instruments. I have drums, guitars, and and sometimes I take a break and I go there and start playing the guitar. That's awesome. That's (laughs) awesome. Jerry, this has been a great conversation. I am very happy to have had time to speak for you and to learn about Pidema Pasta. I am excited for my first time. When you coming? Soon, soon. You have to do the tasting menu. You got it. I, that's that's like my first thing. I made a note. <laughs> don't don't need for two days. You got it. <laughs> oh, no. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Right. See you soon. <laughs>